Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All you search, know what's up with 213. Slurry girls speak for me, I'm a guy who's funny. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some fuckers all in his mix. They got my homie hemmed up, and they all around. Ain't none of them see him if they going straight pound for pound. They wanna come up real quick before they start the clown. I best pull out my strap and lay them busters down. They in the thick and one in the hole Nate Dogg is about to make somebody's turn cold Now they dropping and yelling It's a tad bit late Nate Dogg and Warren G had to regulate
Good morning, MAZ. Welcome to the Meaning Wave Morning Show. I got a feeling, baby. This sort of thing. And when someone else instead of me always seems to know the way, then I look at you, and the world's all right with me. I just want to look at you, and I know it's gonna be. Shouts out to Nate Dog. 
Jackson, we're almost there. Almost there. 1975. From his final album with Motown Records. Forever, Michael. When he was 16. He was 16 when he did this. I was reading up about this on the uh, internet. It says, uh, as Jackson's voice matured... Motown found it difficult to find material to suit the 16-year-old Jackson. He'd sung in a higher voice for most of the duration of his Motown tenure. Uh, hello? I think his voice matured. Hardly sounds any different at all. On the account of him being sterilized by his father. Chari- sorry, chemically castrated, I should say. Amazing record though. Absolutely amazing record. Gives me chills. Woo!
Bee Gees. Love you inside out. 1979. Knock Donna Summer's hot stuff off the top of the charts. Becoming the third single from that album. Spirits having flow to do just that. Amazing. Why did it finish so quick? Oh, because it was a short edit, but that's fine because I've got to play this. This is the Feist version of that very same song. Strangely, Feist changed the title. The original title of the song is Love You Inside Out. Feist's version is called Inside and Out. It's produced by Chili Gonzalez.
amazing production job on this record. I think it was Chili Gonzalez and I think Maki helped on that one. I'll have to check. But like, they actually added something to the song. That little, that little widdly widdly bit in the middle of the chorus. Actually, like, made the song better. And it was already an amazing song. She like elevated the record. Shout out to them. You know, I went to a party at Feist House one time. She lived in Laurel Canyon at the time in Los Angeles. She had the biggest plants I'd ever seen. Very nice lady. Like I knew her a bit when uh, she started the early days of her career. She was the hype man for Chili Gonzalez. You know, like rappers have a hype man. She was the hype man. She came out dressed the same as him. Doing his backup raps. Mm. Uh, she's like the coolest hype man ever. You know, some people have a hype man and that's basically just like a beta version of them, you know. And it like they'll stand a bit behind them and try and make them look good and do their backup raps, you know. She was amazing. And she also sang the choruses really beautifully. You know, and everyone was like, she'd been doing all this hype man shit. And then she'd sing and we'd be like, whoa, this guy can sing. Whoa, listen to that beautiful folk voice. I'm just gonna get What up, everybody locked in? Yeah, dude. Cherry Hazelnuts in the house says it's very hot here in Los Angeles. Good. I'm pretending I'm a big fancy sauna. I need to sweat out the toxins. Is it really 124 over there? That's crazy. Shout out to California, eh? God bless y'all. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. Los Angeles. What up, Tachyone did? Just finished my morning exercise. Can now eat breakfast with beets. Nice. Got IBRB one, two, three, four in the house. Where's Knowledge CT in the MAZ? What up, Rambo 5000 says St. Louis here. What's up? 
Pale Heiress. Beta123 says Wichita Falls, Texas. Shouts out to Wichita Falls, Texas. Hey. I gotta get out of that way soon. Where's Nology says still in bed trying to escape his comfy clutches, baby. It's a trap. It's a trap. And it sucks you in. I would still be in bed too if I didn't have a Meaning Wave morning show to do. That's the joy of the Meaning Wave morning show. I just have to get out of bed, doesn't matter how comfy its clutches are. I have no choice. I made a promise to myself and to you that I would get up and get after it and play you records. At this time of day, every day. Every single day. <laughs> no days up. Something's got to give. Feels like it works. What up, Champil 13? Gonna make some incremental improvements today around the homestead. Nice, get after it. How's everyone feeling? How's everyone enjoying the tunes? Where's knowledge? He says, I'm out of the trap now. Well, get after it, baby. Congratulations. Congratulations for escaping from the coziness. It's a trap. Comfort is a trap. That's why monkeys never evolve. They're too cozy.
Yo, that's Lil Peep right there. Ben's truck. Rest in peace, Lil Peep. That boy's gone. Yeah, he was a young kid and he died from a fentanyl overdose. Another boy murdered by that communist Chinese widow. You know they name the they know the name of the guy who like owns the factory that makes all the fentanyl. Isn't that crazy? crazy it's like it's a specific guy his whole thing is like i make fentanyl and it gets sent over to the u.s and murders little emo rap kids she's crazy but of course personal responsibility got to take a part i mean who, who the hell well we know now i would be interested to see what like uh usage of those drugs is at this point it must have gone down by this point after taking out two uh like you know took out peep took out juice i think it's in, it's tens of thousands of people a year right tens of thousands of people a year in north america taken out by shit fentanyl crazy absolutely crazy Champa 13 says I kicked all that shit five years ago just as it was flooding in it almost took me out holy cow baby I'm glad of that glad of that baby glad you're here glad you quit that nonsense I always think about this man it's like you know what I mean you mentioned you, you like uh, you're Timothy Leary or whatever in the 60s or you're even even Terrence McKenna in the 90s and you're like oh I wonder what drugs in the future are gonna be like you know what I mean? You do the Bill and Ted, you get the time machine, you're like, oh, it's like shit government drugs uh, cut with like Chinese rat poison. What the? F- I. Anyway, God bless little Peep. Shouts out little Peep. One of the things I love about little Peep, he's one of these guys, he was like a self-made guy, you know? Lil Peep didn't invent, didn't exist, so he he invented Lil Peep. I actually had a song in like 2004, which basically asked for the existence of Lil Peep. You know? I remember Lil Peep was blowing up. Like, uh, Big Nasty rang me up. He was like, oh my God, have you seen Lil Peep? He's just like you when you were a kid. Kind of, kind of. But like, he had his own thing. Like, one of the things I love about Lil Peep is his vocals there. You hear those vocals? He had this L vocal style that was basically because he made all his own songs and he made them all in garage band. And he didn't like the way his voice sounded, so he just layered up loads of copies of his voice. Well, it wasn't that he didn't like the way it sounded, it's like, I think he had a shit mic, mic, right? He had a shit mic, and if you've got a shit mic, it just doesn't sound very good. I discovered this in my early recordings, I discovered if you just layer, if I layered up lots of doubles of my voice, it would sound thick and cool. So I was doing this thing like that, I was stacking up loads of vocals, and it achieved a certain kind of sound. Lil Peep's vocal sound is very specifically the sound of his vocals stacked, I don't know, like eight times or something, and like he's basically he's using EQ and reverb kind of wrong because he didn't know what he was doing, but it created this very specific sound. And when they started like when he started doing well and they started putting him in recording studios, they couldn't reachieve the same sound. So he basically just had to like do the vocals himself and then they would mix them onto the tracks because he developed his own sound. That's the glory of like working things out for yourself, you know. Sometimes part of me's like, oh man, I wish I'd kind of gone to a production school or whatever because I've, I've probably learned things wrong and this, that, and the other. But like a lot of the unique things about my style and the way I do stuff is a result of me learning things and working them out myself and kind of, 
kind of doing it a bit wrong, you know? That's how you create something new and unique sometimes. You know, so it's good to uh, just work things out for yourself, baby. And, uh, you know, it's these limitations. Sometimes it's these limitations that make the truly magical stuff. You know, imagine a little peep had uh, just been like, uh, you know, just put in a recording studio. You know, back in the day, you didn't get to make records unless you were in a recording studio, pretty much. For most people, you know, so he'd have gone straight into a recording studio and he'd have immediately got the traditional vocal recording technique. And you wouldn't have got that vocal sound. It wouldn't have existed. He just sounded, I don't know what he just sounded like. So God bless limitations, God bless little peep. And uh, hey, you yourself, if you want to do some shit, maybe don't, don't worry about not knowing how to do it or not having the right equipment or anything like that. Just work it out in a way that you can. And maybe you'll make something magic and unique that doesn't exist wouldn't exist otherwise you know maybe you'll gift that to the world maybe it's gonna be you who does that look at the stars Starboy Kira the Dawn's Nightcall remix. Yeah. What up, Daddy King? 
back in the act. Back in the MA, back in the MA, back in the MAZ. What's up, it's the Data Science. What up, Chris on Twitch? Let's dig in this track. Yeah, baby, it's the Jesus and Mary chain. Mary Chain Tower, a song from 1990. It's a cover version of Leonard Cohen's song from 1988. Rumors I Am Your Man LP. Amazing album. It strikes me, what song from two years ago was like that level of great that you could do a cover version of this? That level of great. Interesting. Interesting. Shouts out to Lenny Cohen. Shouts out to Jesus and Mary Chain. Oh. That's great. It starts Ooh. with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and airplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Churn world. Serve its own needs. Dummy, serve your own needs. Beat it up an ox. Beat grunt. No street. Dunny ladder. Start to clatter with fear. Fight down. High fire. And fire. Rivers in his heavy games. In the government for hire. Tom Hanks. Nice try, Tom Hanks. Six o'clock, TV hour, don't get caught in four tower, slice of burn, return. Listen to yourself, churn. Locking in, uniform, and foot burning, blood letting. Every motor best to lay. Automotor, centering. Light a candle, light a motor, step down, step down. Watch your heel, crush, crush. Uh oh, this means no fear. Cavalier, renegade, steer clear. Turn them in, a turn them in, a turn them in, apply. Offer me solutions, offer me alternatives, and I decline. It's the end of the world. Make some noise in the chat for the end of the world as we know it. If you feel fine, regardless. I think we should have been hearing this song a lot more this year. Yeah, yeah. RB, RB1234 says, if I wasn't at the office right now, I'd be dancing around with this on full blast. 
What are you crazy? This is the perfect opportunity to put this on full blast and dance around the office and create a moment. Love. That's what happened to R.E.M. Yes, that was their version of uh, We Didn't Start the Fire. Same song. <laughs> Pretty much. But a great, a great one. Hey. That was from 1987, reached number 69 on the Billboard Hot 100. It was 39 in the UK singles chart when it was re-released in 1991. That's when I remember hearing it. I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in And then I watch them roll away again You did I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time Hey, what up, Beta123? Thank you for the sub. Thank you for gifting the community a sub. Very nice.
1967, just uh, days before his death in a plane crash. This was actually the first posthumous single to reach number one on the US Billboard charts. If they were called Billboard at that point. I had no idea about that. That's news to me. Reflex edit, extended version, enjoy those rolling kick drums there, yeah, ladies and gentlemen we're floating in space, sitting on the dock of the bay, oh speaking of which, I'm sitting on the dock of the Everybody looked in, Cherry Hazelnuts. Says Robert Green books were highly requested when I was a jail librarian. But we weren't allowed to provide them. The books got smuggled in anyway. Why weren't Robert Green books allowed in jail? That's strange. That's very strange. Ah, as the data science says, hey, I somehow managed to land Robert Green as a guest on my podcast. Next on the wish list, Akira the Don. Hey, congratulations. Very epic. Very epic. Proud of you. 357CGLLE. I can't pronounce that name. Finally, one. I have to just read it out. Uh, it says, bless you all, and that's sweet enough. Hey, guess what? Uh, here's one of the greatest records of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, we're floating in space. Tell the truth, or at least don't lie. Why 
Specialized, ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in space, the unreleased version from the 1997 album, ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in space. That version, of course, incorporates the Elvis Presley song and had to be removed from the final version of the album because they couldn't get clearance to sing uh, the Elvis Presley song over the top of that song. That, of course, is a descending canon uh, chord progression famously used in many great songs usually there's one number one record of pretty most years that has that chord progression uh, I of course have used it on many songs including 42 Rules for Life featuring Jordan B. Peters that's right she has that spiritualized one of the best gigs I ever saw was that group amazing band Very holy record right there. Yeah, paradise, yeah. yeah. It's somewhere that I've never been before. Yeah, I just wanna be there when I wake up. Yeah, like you better with no makeup. Yeah, paradise, yeah. It's somewhere that I've never been before. I just wanna be there when I wake up Yeah, like you better with no makeup Baby, you like me, like the way you stay clean Alexander the Wang, Alexander McQueen You doing your little thing, you rockin' bro, man I'm rockin' man, sick of Billy, the fall to fall days I started talking My life is the opposite of my life, is also boring Yeah, you know Paradise, yeah It's somewhere that I've never been before Yeah, I just wanna be there when I wake up Yeah, like you better with no makeup My phone ignoring When you be calling I started balling you stop your stalling. That range I park it. I drive a roller. I skirt a skirt. Yeah, I swear I'ma drive it just like I stole it. And she's right on my side. Cause she's the boldest. I style the coldest. Style the coldest. We live like it till our lips are swollen. Live in the moment. Good times is golden. I'm not gonna lie. You got me open. Yeah. But that's only in the moment. Paradise, yeah It's somewhere that I've never been before Yeah, I just wanna be there when I wake up Yeah, like you better with no makeup Lil Uzi Vert there with Paradise from 2015, I believe that was a bonus track off the Love Is Rage record. I guess it didn't fit into the main sequencing. I never understood bonus tracks on MP3 collections. It just makes the whole project feel strange and uneven. But that might be my favorite Lil Uzi Vert song. I love that song. That's a great song. It's an interesting direction for him. And I would have liked to have heard more in that direction. That was almost like a whole new genre. <laughs> Z, what's cracking? Happy Sunday, baby. Yeah, dig. 
What up, that was St. Elmo's Fire. Man in Motion, John Parr from St. Elmo's Fire. Shaz has a joint use. One of the biggest missed opportunities of all time was the Marvel Spider-Man movie. Marvel reclaimed ownership of their flagship character. Could in, we're, about, we're integrating him into the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. And some bright spark said, hey, I know how to do this. We're gonna do Spider-Man, but like it's a John Hughes movie. I thought, oh my God, that's perfect. That's brilliant. That will be absolutely wonderful. That's the perfect angle to take with it. I remember I really loved Spider-Man when I was a kid. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Spider-Man was like my favorite character when I was a kid. You know, I related to him. He was a kid. I was a kid too. Hey, I had trouble at school too. Hey, I wore glasses too. Hey. I was a mutant too. Hey, you know, I, I was, he wasn't, you know what I mean? And all those early Spider-Man comics I read, they were all like that. There were school drama type situations, him, you know, Spider-Man having problems with girls and bullies and school situations. So doing Spider-Man as a John Hughes style movie in the MCU, that was a brilliant idea. Didn't quite turn out that way. Whoever wrote it or directed it or whatever it was, whoever decided, whichever committee was. So they, they kind of referenced some John Hughes movies. They had a sequence in it that was like the bit where Ferris Bueller is running through the gardens. So they did that. But they didn't have any of the heart. They didn't have any of the real stakes. They didn't have any of the humanity. They didn't have any of the that real shit that made those John Hughes movies so brilliant. They didn't have none of that. They just ticked a lot of boxes. A lot of marketing boxes, a lot of diversity boxes, a lot of Hollywood checklists got checked. But the movie was bullshit. The movie was a vast disappointment and anyone who tells you otherwise wasn't paying attention. That movie was terrible. Holy shit, what a missed opportunity, what a shame. So the best Spider-Man on screen remains. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 by far and Spider-Man 2 remains one of the best superhero movies and possibly certainly the best superhero movie with a, a Marvel character is Spider-Man 2. Yeah, for all of Kevin Feige's perceived victories, he's never made a movie as good as Spider-Man 2. He's never made a movie with that much heart, with that much truth, with that much beauty inherent in it. Because he can't. Because it's impossible. It's impossible for a Disney movie in uh, in this period of time to be anything better than a 6.5 or a 7 at best. Because anything better than that will get focus grouped out of existence because a whole bunch of people in the focus group won't get it. They won't understand it or it'll confuse them or something. Imagine they put The Godfather 2 in front of a focus group. Oh my goodness. It would get focus grouped down to a 7.1 or a 6.5. That's just that. What's that woman? You got these people in uh, these companies, you know, in, with Spider-Man, that Amy was a face woman. She gets to decide shit in the movies. And she's a moron and an ideologically possessed vampire. So she's going to sit there and go, you've got to have this bit in it. And that'll be the thing that ruins the film and, and removes its heart. So, never mind. Never mind, missed opportunity, but it doesn't matter. Spider-Man was never meant to be a movie. I mean, that wasn't the point of it. It was a comic from the 60s. 
told the story of a different people, really. And it was a wonderful thing that existed then. Now it's time for new things, baby. It's time for new things. And I'm excited about the new things that have been developed by new minds in our new world. And they will be presented in new forms, with new technologies, in new mediums that we have yet to experience. Hollywood is done and over. A new day is dawning. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Rest in peace, John Hughes. Rest in peace, Stanley. Rest in peace, Steve Ditko. Baby, that was the Meaning Way Morning Show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here on this fine morning. Hopefully that helped you uh, ease into this beautiful day that we've got going on here. We've got a beautiful day got going on. This is the day that God has given us, so let's get after it. You know, let's do something hype with this day. Let's do something epic with this day. I don't know what you got going on today. I've got to do a lot of planning today, you know. I've got to do a lot of planning. Plan out the uh, the next six months, 
make sure we're ready for what's coming make sure uh, you know we've got all sorts of records to do albums to make uh vinyl to ship uh christmas to regulate all sorts of cool shit to occur you know so we've got to get ready baby get ready aside from the fact that it's you know the third act oh my goodness thank you for being here this morning Shouts out to the whole crew. I gotta, I gotta shout out the whole crew. You know, sometimes you gotta shout out the crew. Sometimes you gotta shout out the whole crew. That's what you gotta do. Shout out the whole MAZ crew. What up, three five seven Tigali? Another TC viewer at and Bacon Streak six thirty beta one two three base burgers. Oomph oomph oomph. Boom muffins. Jamble thirteen. Calactoid. Cherry hazelnuts. Commander Root. Coin up. Dan Frank. Dino. Etsy three seven four five nine Voyager Ginger and Reggae Dawn Hexam Law Integration eight two eight girl What's up Jacob Chaffer Lurks Maculus Mad Moon Rabbit Milkman Dan and Pizio Cat and Prince Chaprika's X V and Princess League and Abby Abby one two three four Yeah yeah and Rater 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 Graphic Graphic Ramastino Sig Corsac and Tachyonic Deer Them and Stack Thick Er VNK Virgo Pros WBF Third You're beautiful Oh oh YT Chris on Twitch And also Swift MCR And YouTube Hero Alex Wasn't here but Twitch Hero Alex was And the broadcaster was Akira the Dawn Yes he was What do we know about Akira the Dawn? Oh yeah Whoa 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 Thank you for being here We'll be back tonight with the Church of Meaning. Over on YouTube is the Church of Meaning. What a wonderful feeling. Raise your hands to the ceiling. And just like Leonard Cohen say, Hallelujah! 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 I do wonder, by the way, you know you've got this Snyder Cut. They got this Snyder Cut and the trailer had Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah in it, which Zack Snyder previously used to comedic effect, I don't know if it was deliberate or not, in that Watchmen movie. Made me wonder, was that uh, Zack Snyder's choice? Or he just loves that song and intends on putting it in everything? Or was that, is that the people at AT&T who are just trying to make things look Zack snyder and really they've just got him locked in a basement? Who knows? Who knows? I need to get out of it. If you want to carry on, uh, you know, bopping, we got Meaning Wave Radio 24-7. We moved it to the Meaning Wave TV channel on YouTube. Uh, see if it was getting in the way of our notifications going out, because our notifications weren't going out. Yeah, dig. But it's still there, in case you were looking for it and you, you couldn't find it because it wasn't where it was previously. It's on Meaning Wave TV, so just write Meaning Wave Radio into your search thing. You'll find it. I think. I think you will. Yo! Get a buy five cracking. Get a buy five cracking. Get a buy five cracker lacking. Get it happening. You know how we do. Crick, we rack back like that and we go. Hee hee. Yeah, then we raise it up. Boom. Three. Two. One. Buy five. Good morning, baby. Lovely to see you and see you soon.